البرنامج عدين في يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة يوم الجمعة Programs of Legion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. From me, Jamil, as, as always, my pleasure, my privilege being in your company, particularly on a, on a day like Yom al-Jumah. Sheikh Kasif Diamonds in the building is making his way up here. I don't know if Sheikh has run all the way from Cape Town to Salt River. Well, many of you probably know that Sheikh is a very avid um, runner. In fact, takes on big, big events like the Two Oceans, Comrades Marathon, and it's nice for me to sit in the company of an alim that sets good examples, and that's what we should be as Muslims, looking after our health, because we are going to be held accountable for how we've treated the body, <laughs> uh, all those things come. So Sheikh will join me, and I believe Sheikh is going to be focusing on the unity of uh, the Ummah, and I think it's very, very important. Um, I know many of you, uh, all those who send me messages, particularly after on a Friday as I go home, and sometimes when I get to the studio, I would say so-and-so phoned, um, and, but, and it's mostly elderly people that sit at home. And I think particularly of you, I don't want to mention names here, and others feel they left out, but to all our elderly who sit at home and cannot get around easily, um, I know this program to you is very, very important. And I know then there are those in hospitals and at home that probably find themselves in bed better than them. Well, my guest has arrived, Sheikh Asif Diamonds. Sheikh, Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ik wil eerst kijken als je sweet af wil zeggen, zeg het joggen om in te komen. Niet wat dag je niet. Nee, niet wat dag je Shukran, zeg once more for joining us. And I know we are going to be having, what's it, about an hour till 11.30. You'll be with me. Uh, again, just, you know, getting our spirits up there. Amen, amen. Uh, but I, I can't, you know, when I look at you, I've seen you on TV and that was the... Um, Comrades Marathon, um, there are people in my neck of the woods, I've often mentioned this, um, there's a caretaker at the Oval Masjid, young youngster, I think he's foreign, I can't remember his, yes, his nationality, Iran, the Malawian is, yeah. he runs to Comrades, and when I yeah. heard this, I had to go and shake his hand one day and say, yeah, look at you, <laughs> but we, I don't want to go off the topic, but important to us as Muslims, a healthy lifestyle. Very important, very important, Jamil. Um, in fact, our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi used to have a very healthy lifetime in, uh, lifestyle in terms of not only eating, but also um, exercise. Exercise. Used to exercise a lot, uh, walk a lot. Used to have a frequent walk. Some people just say, you know, according to the Quba experiences of our Nabi mm. Sallallahu people used to say the prophetically used to walk on a Saturday towards Quba, which is about five kilometers wow. away from the mosque, which means coming back is another five. So which it's means he used to walk on a Saturday every morning ten, ten, ten kilometers. kilometers. Uh, you understand? Uh, and remember that time when he was in Quba, he was in his, it uh, was ten years before his image, he was from 53 onwards. And that was his customary practice. So it's very important for us to have a healthy lifestyle. Blood circulation is very important. And walk is actually the oh, remedy for all those things, inshallah. One of the best. Um, Particularly, um, and I think those who still intend going on Hajj, they must keep this in mind. That's very important. <laughs> well, hajj is very important because Hajj, in terms of what it has uh, become now, is like, for example, uh, it's about a kilometer radius around the Haram where there's no, it's a no car zone. 
So wherever the cars is coming, you must drop you somewhere and you must still walk wherever you need to mm. be. No so, so long distances. <laughs> <laughs> so wherever you're finding yourself, you must try to, mm. you know, walking is very important. And I won't remember when we came from Arafa, I mm. was on the bus. And yes. then those who did the walking hajj, they beat us by hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's normal. Yeah, that's because what happens Whoa. is because the bus traffic, the traffic oh, is hectic. Uh, people are sitting at trip that will take them about five minutes. In hajj time will take them to four hours, five hours. In what fact, a, the, a, the bus we were in took nearly eight hours. But important, and I think more importantly, we will be held accountable yeah. how we've treated this body. Inshallah, that is very, very important. Mm. You know, Allah says, our Nabi says that uh, they will certain things that will be questioned over, and one of it is your body. I've given it to you, and did you look after it whilst you had it, or what did you do with it? You understand? Mm. And uh, you know, Allah says in the Quran, Don't be the cause of your own destruction. Oh, yes. sense, even, even those who are doing sports, mm-hmm. sometimes they are losing control and they're exceeding, you understand, and they're hurting themselves. So they must also just make sure that they are not exceeding to the extent where they're hurting themselves, inshallah. Mm-hmm. May Allah grant them Ameen. Ameen. all the sportsmen, all the health, inshallah. Sheikh, if I look at you, you don't have big muscles like, <laughs> you know. But still, <laughs> for the, um, I, mean, I mean, the events, the, the, the marathons that you take on, these are major. Uh, people come from all across the globe. That means you need to keep fit uh, throughout the year. Yeah, you know, uh, on a sports level, you know, a person needs to be uh, having a running program mm. at least 10 kilometers a, a day for at least four times in the week. And and the fifth one is considered, they call it the LSD, for those who know running, which means long, slow, and distance. Okay. Yeah, LSD is not a drug in this case. It is more healthy yeah, drug. It's long, slow, and distance, inshallah. And that is where you you go out. You don't watch. You don't watch uh, speed. You just want to be a long time on the road mm-hmm. and enjoying and, yourself. Yeah, and that is actually what's allowing you to finish marathons. Okay. In other words, you must at least for the minimum run two hours. And a maximum to four hours mm-hmm. be on the road. It's, mm-hmm. There's no chasing, just running, you know, at your own pace, breathing. Uh, you know, you, you must be able to say when you run LSD, you must be able to to talk with the person next to you. Okay. If you can do that, which means you're in a good space, mm-hmm. inshallah. Sheikh, the topic for this morning, I, I, I mentioned it, I just wanted to confirm it with you. It's about unity, inshallah. Unity in the ummah. Um, unity very, in the ummah, inshallah. I'm going to ask Abida just to. Take the, the, the break now and yes. then after that we can Shall continue. We can Three FM stereo. Al Barnam Joadinu fi Yomi Juma, Yomi Juma, Yomi Juma. Programs of religion on a Friday only on the voice of the cave. Welcome back to this morning's edition of Programs of Religion on a Friday with me, Sheikh Qasib Damans. Sheikh mentioned uh, Sheikh is going to focus on the unity of the Ummah. Mm. Sheikh, I want to say this. Uh, when I heard this, I thought very appropriate because mm. you pick up pamphlets and literature. Mm. 
Islamic literature. Mm. In fact, I get something every month. I don't know how they got my address. I won't mention this publication. And I saw questions in there. <laughs> Let me share one with you. Mm. And it says, um, and this is no question and answer session. Um, is, it, uh, is it permissible to break a sunnah uh, to sit with your mother and grandmother at the table. What are you The answer that the guy got was <laughs> very critical. Okay, so I thought, okay. So, but it's important we have these Rikasuna. different points of view and schools of thought, mm. even for uh, for us mm. ourselves, how mm. important it is to have unity. Mm. Share over to you. You know, Ajit Jamil, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, wa bin astayin, Rabbi sirahli sadri, wa yasir li amri, wa halu qadatam min lisan yafqaw qawli. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala Rasulillah. You know, Jamil, the, the, I think the, the, the situation is that the followers of the schools of thought is the people that is actually more extreme on the school of thought than the one who's a founder of the school of thought himself, you understand? And that is what makes people becoming in camps, you understand? And that is where the disunity comes in the moment you start labeling. In fact, in the olden times, the most the most neutral name that existed within the world was Al Islam. But even now that been as that name has been so demonized that mm. that you need to look for another neutral name, you understand? But but what happens is is that because the West has, has demonized this word Islam so much that they made us, you understand, so evil that even if you use that word it, it puts you in a camp. And, and, and that is where the situation is, where, where, where the problem lies. And even Islam in itself is a word that, that, that doesn't that, uh, uh, swallow in people that is of the Islamic faith, but it swallows in everyone because mm. the word Islam is to surrender. And if you as a Christian surrender, and if you as a, as a Jew surrender, Allah says, <laughs> Allah says, indeed those who believe, and those who are Jews, والنصارى, and those who are Christians, people that follow Jesus, right? Those who believe in Allah and in the last day, and it does pious deeds, they will have a reward by Allah. So they fall all under the belief system. And therefore, I have a tendency to, not because I don't like the word Islam, but because Islam plants negative connotations in the mind of certain people, I have decided we must not change the word, but in the English format, that people understand it, that there is actually a unification here. And I have decided to use the word people of faith. People of faith. You understand? It's an interpretation of Islam. And yes. it's, even, it's mm. even stronger than it's Al-Iman. Mm. If I say... Um, Oh, people of faith. It means you are people of belief. Mm. And therefore the principal idea of life that I want to bring across to people is, is that we need to look at things based on your faith. You understand? Because that is what you're going to be judged on. And I'm not saying that those who are not of the same practice, and, and again, Understand? I want to say this. Not if you, for example, I'm a Muslim and you are a Christian and your practice is different than mine. You leave that in the hands of mm. Allah. Leave that in the hands of Allah, because because on many occasions, how many times our Prophet say, even those who are of the Islamic faith and their practices in terms of behavior towards others. You understand? 
is of takabur, of arrogance, of thinking you're better, of belittling people. You understand? And that is what it is all about, to kill the, 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 the ego within yourself. And how do you kill the ego within yourself is to put Allah and His existence and His laws above everything that comes from you. Understand? So the principal idea is, is that, and, and, and yeah, we are preaching to the, you know, we are preaching to the people that is of faith. And we want to get unity within the faith. Yeah. And there shouldn't have been this problem of faith. Mm-hmm. In the principle of faith, there shouldn't be this unity. Because the principal idea of, of being a, people, a person of faith is to accept those who believe in Allah and His Rasul. Allah. You understand? Whether his beard is not long enough, whether his thobe is not short enough, or whether he's, um, he's fasting a day before you, or having a eat a day before you, that's irrelevant. That man is a man of faith. He believes in God. And if, if we're going to allow these trivial issues to, de- to, to, di- to, to divide us, it's going to be an issue. In fact, you've, you've raised something now that I heard very recently. Those who believe there's a God, there's a living God. <laughs> Allah Akbar. So the principle, you know, and, and, and therefore you get people of calling them this, everybody today. And this is the issue that we're having today. Everybody, the moment you start, start you're starting a movement, you must, according to the West, create mm. a name for you. And I refused. Mm. I don't want to create a new name. Why? Because... I want to belong to the name that was founded by Allah, who's the founder of this name. And the name that I'm going to create for me must either emulate that, must bring that out. If my name cannot bring that out, then I would rather say no. And the purpose of these names is just to draw a line between this ism and that ism. And this, I don't know what to call ourselves, understand? I rather say I'm Muslim, I'm surrendering to God in my behavior, and I want God to use me for His purpose. Alhamdulillah. You understand? Whatever Alhamdulillah. He has intended for me to do, that is what I want to do. I'm going to do what I want to do also, but primarily it's going to come from. And if you look at the four Madahib, and I started out with the four Madahib because that was, the four Madahib is one of the biggest, and, and, and you'll pick it up in Hajj now. The oh, yes. biggest. Uh, you know, um, uh, divisions between people is running amongst, for example, um, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't imagine how they get it right to get mm. it in Hajj, right? When you get all these people, and sometimes there's, there's a group of South Africans together, and they are some practicing the Shafi Madhab, some practicing the Hanif Madhab, and they're sitting in one tent and they're breaking the old group into two pieces, which I don't have a problem with. Mm. But the thing is, just um, do it very, you know, unnoticedly. Then it's fine, okay? Um, we're going to make the Hanafi tin that side and the Shafi tin that side and carry on with our ibadah. Mm. Instead of arguing. And instead of making a fuss over it and fight over it. And, and, and in fact, while having been on Hajj, I had to experience it. And I must say to you, yes, mm. no, I agree fully with mm. you. It you know, was I, disturbing. When, when They're least of all. Mm. And guys were actually arguing, mm. you know, that I didn't expect to find. That I thing. came to on Arafah one day. And in fact, it was in Mina the day after Arafah. And one of the people came to me and said, you know, Sheikh, before I came on Hajj, I never knew I was a Hanafi. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
en dan kan dit toch en sjaam. Om my guest hier with me, Sheikh Kasif Damans, en we gaan voor een short break en we'll continue after that. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Programs of Legion on a Friday, only on the Voice of the Cape. Welcome back once more to our Friday Nasiga program and programs of religion on a Friday. What I normally do, Sheikh, I probably can't share it, but as I to listeners, they might be sitting and listening and they have a viewpoint and I say to them, use the SMS line if you need to get a message through to mm-hmm. me, 47913, 47913. Sheikh, once more, over to you. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Um, when he came to Medina, Onabi was very successful in terms of um, managing to get the people of the different tribes to unite. You understand? And I just want to share with the listeners that, you know, whenever there is a, a cause of disunity with among society, just remember it is not Islamically supported, you understand? Irrespective of how, how much people of uh, the different parties want to justify the fact that we want Islam, we want this, and we want that, and this and that, is the unity is not coming out, out of your meetings. Mm-hmm. Or there's an undercurrent. Allah says, La khayran fi min illa. There's very little good in what people are concocting. When they're coming together and concoct something, say, listen, you want to get rid of that, you want to get rid If you want to come together and concoct something, the only good in concoction that you want to make is if you come together to make sadaqah. Allah or ma'roof or do something good or islahim bayna or if you want to fix matters amongst people but if you want to concoct and say I want to work with this meal out or let's get rid of that one or listen here um, let's unite all of us and treat Buddha Jamil bad so that he can feel he must go that's not good in that Allah says that those concoct cock, uh, those people that's coming together right it is from shaitan amanu, and it is the purpose of it is to make the believers sad and hurt them together and you, you the purpose is to bring people together and unite them then it is good but if it's to this year to break to hurt somebody it can never be good you understand so our prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he came to Medina, he managed to bring all the people together and remember for 10 years before our Nabi's arrival in Medina, there was disunity in Medina. It was heavily, you know. So what happened? Our Nabi Sallallahu managed to go, brought them, all of them together. And then a devil came in. One person came in, into the Masjid of Nabawi. And he said, the, and he saw that people that used to fight with one another, tribes that used to fight, they are now sitting next to each other. And he went amongst those people. And he said, brother, don't you remember the time when he swore to your mother? Allah but now you're sitting next to that man. And he went to the other guy and said, don't you remember that he owes you, your dad money and he never paid you back? Might he paid him back? And now you're sitting next to the man, you're taking his hand and you're shaking his hand and you're hugging him. So what was his purpose of this thing? Is to break the unity. 
You understand? And then he went around and he went around and, and all of a sudden now he came into the masjid and he, he saw now that this one is coming in from a different door. This one is avoiding that one. Mm. He could see, now he could see, okay, these two used to sit next to each other a long time. Mm. But now this, they, they, they don't sit next to each other. Mm. And they don't even wave it to each other anymore. And I used to observe these kind of things. And, and that is important for a leader to be able to observe these things. So then our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood up and he recited a verse in the Quran and says, وَأَتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا You understand? Mm-hmm. And he says that cling on to the rope of Allah. And in this regard, it, it means Islam. The rope of Allah means Islam. Islam means to surrender to God. And, and shaitan is main, is main means that he uses in order to get people to where he wants them to be is... To, to encourage them to serve the ego, to encourage them towards the ego. But when you walk to Allah, there's no ego within you. You drop everything. It doesn't matter what I feel. What matters is what serves Allah and what serves humanity. And Allah says in the Quran, remember, cling on to the rope of Allah. And do not deviate from that. Because by creating this unit, you're deviating. From the commands of Allah. And remember the favor of Allah upon you. You were enemies of each other. And through the blessings of Islam, the blessings of the unity within your surrendering. And imagine that that person making salah, and I can't understand this, I can't fathom, I can't get it across my mind. For me to say that I'm standing behind someone. And I don't attach myself to this person. So I must make this person kafir. If I don't, if you loosen yourself from the imam, then you've got heavy statements against that man. And you don't have the right to make that statement because you don't know the value or the rates of person's faith. And if it is because of a trivial issue, then it's a major problem because if it's a trivial issue, a personal issue, then you don't qualify to say those statements. Because the moment you make somebody kafir and it is recasted towards his faith, I can't see no one's faith. No one can see my faith. My beard's shortness doesn't determine my faith. Neither the length of my soul doesn't determine my faith. So nobody can judge my faith and no one's faith. And through that we are saying, you understand, By saying, by doing that act, by saying, Ek maak me fasan dai imam ni. Allah, ya salam. Understand? It's a statement that you will be answerable, Yom Al-Qiyamah. Why? Because you're not God. You can't mm. see, see through walls, you understand? You can't see, see through a heart of a person. So leave that for Allah and carry on with what you were asked to do. You understand? Mm. Worship. And it's just arrogance that allows us to make statements like that and to take acts like that. It's just arrogance. arrogance. So leave that out and carry on and go to the mosque and pray for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be what you should be, a servant of God. And nothing more than that. Even if you're a committee member of the mosque, you're a servant of God. And the committee members must be the, must be the lowest of all. Mm. They mustn't be thinking of them higher than anyone else. Because they've got an amanat. And they are manner to see that everything in regards to the masjid runs smoothly. smooth. No hiccups. And if it's not running smooth, 
and there's no peace due to their acts. If a person that's coming to the mosque can't find peace through due to the act of the Oh, I was going to say the Quraysh of the what you call it the, the committee members then your position must be reviewed because the mosque must be a place where people want to be they must feel at ease they must feel comfortable they must feel a place of refuse, you know, refuge. You understand? I want to, re- I want to surrender myself. Mm-hmm. I just want to be sitting here. I want to be meditating. The malaikats are present. Allah if you can't Akbar. get that there, mm-hmm. then it's a question. You understand? And if it's a cause of somebody, then it's another big question about that. So the principal approach of ibadah of Islam is to surrender to God, and. The ni'mah is the thing that brings us together is al-Islam. Yeah. You know, Sina Umar radiallahu ta'ala'an, he was, uh, this is maybe not relevant to the situation that we are discussing, but he said he made a very profound statement one day when he conquered Palestine. When he conquered Palestine, he, he, he was asked, he wasn't there. His army conquered Palestine. And then they sent him a letter because the people that was in charge of palace and didn't want to give them the keys of the city. So they wrote the letter to Sayyidina Umar. Sayyidina Umar said, okay, if they don't want to give it to you, I'll come and fetch it there. Mm. So Umar came. When he came in Palestine, he had his sandals in his hand. His sleeves of his pants was rolled, rolled up and he was walking through mud. So his feet was covered with mud. Mad. And his, his, he had a youngster with him and this youngster was sitting on the horse or on the camel. And he was pulling the camel into Palestine. And the leader of the army came out to Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab and says, Ya Umar, Anta Amiruna. Umar, you are our Amir. You are our leader. And these people, the Umara of Palestine, they are very dressed up people. Mm. You know, they're the clergy. They are dressed up. You understand? So please, dress up appropriately to receive these people so they can receive you well. So Umar took his hand and he hit him in his chest. And he says, don't you know that Allah has given us recognition and has raised us above everyone due to our Islam. And whosoever seek recognition and respect through anything other than Islam, then Allah will destroy that people. You understand? So we need to realize that Islam is our strength, not our camps that we are making mm. or our names that we're giving ourselves. You know, it's fine to have a tribal name, you know but you must remember we are Muslimin and we are brothers. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, ikhwa." That believers, the believers are ikhwa. Ikhwa means brothers, intimate brothers. And maybe Ajamil can bear us out here in terms of if you if you look at the Hujads, when they go on Hajj, they meet friends and they become so close with those friends that they sometimes put those friends above their own family. And it's not because they are blood related, but they are iman related. They are not blood related, but they are iman related. And because they are iman related, Allah says, Innamal mu'minuna. Those who are iman related, they are brothers. They've achieved something 
a common goal through one particular practice. And that practice was stimulating their faith in the Iman. And that is why they are brothers today. Oh, sure. And they're like tofik to be able to get that kind of level of Iman, inshallah. Amen, amen. Well, my guest here, Sheikh Kasif Damans, back with you after this. Go to our Friday Nasiha program, Programs of Religion on a Friday. Sheikh Kasif here, and I think Sheikh is touching here on something that uh, we all should be taking note of when we're speaking about the Ummah. Inshallah. Sheikh, and then we're also not forgetting families that are divided. Mm, ya mm, salam. Mm. But I don't know, but <laughs> it still appalls me that um, <laughs> of disputes. <laughs> and they run for from generation to generation. Um, and I could never understand. <laughs> uh, probably, um, you know, I'm blessed. Mm. My kids adore me. I adore them. Mm. But I've got friends who don't speak to their children. The mm. children don't speak to them. Mm. Um, so it's within the communities, even if you go into some of our ma- masajid. Mm. And it will only for us, no, paint in a bad light mm. as a community. Mm. I mean, as a Muslim community in the Western mm. Cape. But you pick up these things mm. even there. Mm. And, and it's so disturbing. Yeah, I, I always say sometimes, you know, um, when, 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 when you become an imam, Sometimes you you are going to learn to become an imam, and then sometimes you don't realize that your followers need to learn how to be a follower as well. Absolutely, <laughs> because a follower is was not a person that makes the law. I mean, they follow, they follow the law, whatever, yes. uh, or they sit. They don't sit the trend. They follow the trend that is set by the imam. You understand? And if everybody you can, everybody can set a trend, but it's on a lower scale. You understand? Mm. And you must, you know. I think, I think, you know, there's a lot of technicalities around the issue of mm. unity in terms of how it should be maintained and w- which way to go and who's wrong and what, how you should be dealing with someone that is wrong. You understand? In fact, Allah says that in the Quran, Allah says, Allah wa rasul wa ulil amri minkum. You understand? Obey Allah and His Messenger and those who were appointed as leaders over you. And if you have a difference of dispute with any one of those who are uh, leading you, and uh, then, then, then take them back to the Quran and Sunnah. Don't take them back to how you feel about it. I don't feel it was right. That wasn't right. I don't feel it is right. It doesn't matter what you feel. What matters in this case is what the Quran and Sunnah say about it. And 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 sometimes you know sometimes. Uh, as imams trouwt nog om die om die ding te trek na my kant toe, ek understand, ek dink hier as Sheikh was reg gauw, jy just to get me in the popular situation, it's not about popularity, it's about what's right, you understand, and if you're wrong, you're wrong, you understand, so if somebody tells you you're wrong, then you're wrong, klaar, finishing klaar. And I admire a person, mm. that will say to me, wie sê wat, ek het altyd so geding, but, Allah Akbar, ek vinde nou uit, ek was verkeerd all along, ek word aan maaf vir die mense. Hey, hmm. You know, get it, <laughs> get it, get on what, yeah, been get done wrong it. about it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, if you can carry on from that day onwards and, and do a better life, and, and that, that is what's going to serve you, your Maqiyama. Hmm. But the idea is, inshallah, is you must try to kill the ego. And that is to remove the arrogance within our souls, in our body. And the ego is driven by shaitan, and that is to be right all the time. Or even sometimes people are right, they are wrong, and they still want to be right. right. You understand? And what they do is they raise their voice in order to prove to people that I am right. So that is what also what we need. Don't raise your voice. Why? 
Why want to raise? If you're wrong, you're wrong. Shouting it onto people, making it doesn't make it right. And that is the weakest way of trying to win the argument by raising a voice. Yeah, we shall my does it. It's clear you you lose the battle already. You understand? So the principal approach of life is to make sure that I live a peaceful life. I always say to people in my class, don't make your life more complicated than what it really is. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Keep it simple. Mm. And your simplicity will allow you to get where you want to go. Allah says in the Quran, uh, Do not try to leave this earth until and unless you are in a condition of Islam, which means you're surrendering to God. If you're surrendering to God, Take it on that level and say Bismillahi wa ala barakatillah. But now you want to make this and you do that and you do that and you want to make a camp here and you do that and eventually it makes things more complicated. Mm. You understand? Keep it simple. You can smile with everyone. You can be nice with everyone. You can shake everybody's hands. On the issue of whatever it may be, whether it is the moon issue or the, ma- or the Eid issue, the Barang Makkah issue, or whether it is... You're unhappy with what? Just keep it simple. If that person is wrong, he will be held responsible for what he has done. You can't keep him responsible by swearing at the man or whatever. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Inshallah. And Amen. through that, we will get the unity that Allah wants for us. Satan wants to complicate things. Satan wants to complicate things for us. Allah wants to be simple. When Abu Nabi Salaam came to Makkah and Medina, he says, قُلْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ تُفْرِهِ He didn't even say, say, I said, وَأَنَّ مُحَمَّدِ رَسُولُ اللَّهُ What did he say? He says, say, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ تُفْرِحُ Just say, there's one God. And you see how successful you'll be. You see how simple he kept it. But we made it complicated. You understand? By wanting to do that and wanting to do this, and wanting to make different camps in order to serve different purposes in our lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq and allow Amen. us to be able to overcome these challenges so that we can see beyond today. Because tomorrow, my children, for example, I fall out with my brother. Mm. How is I going to serve my life with my children and my family? You know, and on top of that, if I fall out with my brother, I bewitched him. And I said, yeah. oh, You understand? Yes. You understand? And Jalu Sunur, now Exit Norda for Iman Aji Jamil, Exit for Iman Norda Exit. If you bewitch anyone, say, for example, I have a brother or I have a sister, and somehow their life is just not the way I am, or, or rather, though, though I want it. Okay, with you. Okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes their life is not wrong, but it's not the way I want it. I'm the Buddha, for example. No, I want mm. Now, they're not pulling, they're not pulling the way this way. So I say, yeah. Mm. Now, it, do you know that Satan can't f- attack no one? Satan cannot attack me, he cannot attack you. You know when does he attack us? When we attack each other. Allah Akbar. <laughs> when we start having a fight amongst each other, Satan says, Oh Allah, they are fighting, can I also jump in? Allah. Then Allah says, Right, jump in, then they also jump in. Allah. But if there's peace and unity, Satan cannot come through. Wallah, I'm telling you. So what happened? Now Satan jumps in because there's a weak connection between me and my brother. And he allows whatever I say to fall on him. Because I've cursed him. 
You understand? So now what's going to happen? He loses his business. He loses his job. He loses his children. He loses everything. And what happens now? He's now in the gutter. Where is he going to go to? He's going to come to me. Yes. Hadn't been, I would say, MashaAllah, my brother's good now. He's having all the monies. May Allah bless him more. Allah. And may Allah grant him with faith. He might become a triple millionaire. What would have happened now? You would have said, okay, you know, that brother of mine, Kashif, yo, yeah, he's always in there and there and there. Let's give him one million, inshallah. <laughs> but now I'm making dua for his destruction. What's happening? He's laying in the gutter. Where's he going to now? I don't have for me. Now he's knocking on my door. And she Kashif, is not for me. You understand? So the burden comes back to you if you bewitch anyone. If it's a parent, if I bewitch my children, if I want to curse my children, who's going to come back to? It's going to come back to me. to me. You understand? And if it's not going to come back to me, for example, my children is very arrogant and they say, no, I'm not going to go to my dad because he chased me out of my house, out of his house. What's going to happen? It's going to reflect on you. Because people are going to say this. You see, Kijk hoe lekker lief hij, maar kijk hoe zwaar het ik zie. Kijk hoe zwaar is die kennis, of ze zien, ja. Je understand? Ja. So it's going to reflect on you. And it's going to, that, that means it is back to you. You understand? Because as a family, we, sh we should be one. So we shouldn't allow these things to get into us. You understand? When our children or our family or our father say something, if it's right, learn from it. You know, sometimes they're saying the right thing, but the way they're they saying say it affects us. And that's a topic on its own. But say for example the father is now offside all the time. And whatever he says is like, you know, red card, mm. red card, red card, or yellow card, or red card. No? Red card. <laughs> all the time he just so draw him once a monomark is it a roy card. Then okay man, he's saying good things, okay. Why must I get angry with him? Yeah, did he want for many oceans for my bruise and my sisters and my kennels and my sisters? It's my father. Leave it, did he say what he wanna say? You understand? Why must I now get upset? I don't want to go visit him, mm. and I don't want to do this for him. And I, he's my father. He has been there. He had a choice when I was born. Look at it this way. He had a choice the day when I was born. You could have taken me by my feet and thrown me from the first bridge. And, uh, or cuddled me and raised me to the man that I am mm. today. And he did the right choice for me to sit here today. For that, I can't be more grateful. For that alone. The choice that he exercised the day. How many fathers went and they always have said, I'd brought him to the house and come Apps. <laughs> you still find it today, sir. <laughs> and it, I can tell you, now, why I don't I be know grudged? how somebody like that mm. can live with himself. You understand? There are, though, there are also hell, I say, but mostly the cases I come across yeah. is with themselves. Yes. So, so, in other words, that father said, I can't cope with this challenge. Because having a child, having a married life, having a wife with you is a challenge. You know, it's not easy to live with us. That woman was strange uh, two days ago to you. And then she became your wife. But she still, she was raised in a strange house, a strange house that you're not used to. Now she's going to bring that habits to that house. Do you think it's easy to live with that habits? And the father sacrificed all the difficulty that came with his habits. Same, the, the mother sacrificed all the difficulty that came with his husband to this house. For what? For the, for the baby that came. Dream. And now I want to upset myself with everything that they say to me? No, man. 
And it's Essex, so it's that. <laughs> you know, um, they're saying the right thing, but in the, the wrong way, way it's the way it. they say it. So just check it. Yeah, okay, mm. it's the right thing they're saying, but okay, or she could have said it better. But okay, let's just take the mm. message and get done with it. You understand? Okay, just water it down. Just put it through a filter and say, okay, okay, you mean that. He says, you know, maybe he didn't say it the right way. That is what it is all about. Now I want to pull myself in. You know? Ik was nou net een reminder geweest, <laughs> dat Kredje nog kunnen zo het sê, ek het ook een gevraag om hier te wees, ek het ook een gevraag om hier te wees, ek het as a child you don't realize, mm. but the moment you become a father, you really realize what your parents are coming through, the challenges of work, the challenges of people want to work you out of your job, you know, the challenges of, you know, all those challenges, and you're still fighting, you know, I go here and you go, that's avenue, this avenue. Why? Because there's children behind you and you need to feed them. So now I was, I'm just thinking now, what challenges my father had to go through to get me through whatever. You understand? And still he couldn't manage to put those foods that we wanted, those clothing that we still wanted, we, the brand names that we saw other people had, other children. He still couldn't put it there for us. He couldn't, he couldn't put it there. And, but we, we came out okay, you know? It's like a picture, you know, that instant camera. The more you keep it in the sun, you shake it, you know? It just become brighter and brighter. And that is how it came. It was just brighter and brighter and brighter. So we, we were raised in the sun. You understand? People that weren't raised in the sun, okay, they were still dumb. You understand? <laughs> so, so that is what it is all about. Yeah. So the man did his sacrifice. He did his sacrifice. Give him his due. The sacrifice wasn't just serving the way you want it. And that's life. Things doesn't always come the way you want it. And it's work. It's You understand? In mekaar is. Oh, job is gedoen. Net om te sien dat daar nog geld in die huis is. So that is what we need to know. Why must I become angry with my dad if he says something to me? Whether it's in front of children, whether it's in front of my friends, whether it's in front of everyone. You know, if I really want to brush off, if my friend is staying next to me, then I'll just wink, wink, yeah, it, wink at them yeah. and say, okay, man, it's Pops, you know, Pops likes, likes to feel important, so let him be important, it's fine. Pops gives you advice, you <laughs> just got to analyze it. Just analyze <laughs> it, break it down, it, put it in the, you know, put it in the freezer, take it out again, uh, defrost it a little bit. The and father then, or mother that doesn't reprimand you and always is good in you, mm. I think you should be a little worried there. I, mean, I don't want to say this, and every but child many needs to be uh, to now and then. I don't want to say this, but many times you, you could see the difference between those people that were the Ozilla, the apple van the Oog, Where are they now? The golden spoon in the mouth. I mean, I'm not saying that they're bad, mm. but you can see where, where they are and where you are, or those people are worthless like that. They are in a direction. This one is still hanging here, waiting for handouts from whoever. Mm. It's going to give it to him. Sheikh, we need to wrap, but I thought I'd share these SMSs with you quickly. Uh, salams, listening to your program, uh, just brings memories of last year. We were together on Hajj. May Allah guide and protect you, inshallah. Amen. I don't know who that's from. Probably somebody that was. Because Hajj I can say, was my Sam of Hajj. And then another one says, Juma Mubarak, mashallah, program. Shukran, Sheikh and Buddha Jamil for the reminder. Alhamdulillah. I think this is what the program. It's a reminder it's to a us reminder, all, yes. even for me. Yeah, we, 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 we can't, actually, I always say this, I can't teach people new things. We can only remind of what things that they were taught before. 
Absolutely. You understand? Sheikh, the very last one says, MashaAllah, Allah, beautiful topic. We must have more of these topics on radio, inshaAllah. Comes from Naima. Sheikh, I need to say shukran very much for your time. I know you could rush back again. To a mosque. I don't really care. I'm not. I don't have a car today. Shukran for your time, Sheikh. I say to you, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is not good in that. So if you want to come